Hello, my name's Jake Cantor and welcome to a special edition of Talking TV. Now, as you may be able to tell from the hum of chatter around me, producer Matt and I are stationed at the Grosvenor Hotel for the Broadcast Awards 2014. The great and the good of the telly industry have assembled under one roof and we're here to give you a flavour of the best attended broadcast gong giving ever. Along the way, we'll talk to names including Peter Fincham, Mel Leach, Kenton Allen and Charlie Brooker. And with any luck, some of them will be merry. So, raise a glass and follow us into the throng. So, here at the Broadcast Awards, there is, for example, no award for the best down deck. Uh, hello and welcome to uh, Backstage at the Broadcast Awards. As you can hear, Alexander Armstrong is in full swing and we're about to catch up with some of the winners as they come off stage. Peter Fincham, the Director of Television at ITV. This is your second Channel of the Year award in a few months. This is becoming a bit of a formality these days. Uh, no, no, not for a minute do you take something like this for granted. Quite uh, the opposite. I'm going to ask you a ratings question now. The only major channel to grow your audience share last year. What, what are some of the tent poles in the schedule that are helping you achieve that? Well, you, you know, growing your share, it was satisfying because for many years, mainstream channels have kind of gone down a bit year by year as people have got multi-channel television. And that's quite understandable. So to, to go, you know, up is nice, but it's a whole range of things. And as well as the kind of showy things that win awards, a lot of the things that are there week in, week out, doing a fantastic, I mean, it's lovely to see Coronation Street win tonight, but Emmerdale does a fantastic job for ITV, and, and some of our you know, regular daytime shows do a great job for ITV. So one of the, the really important things is that people want to work on it, and they want to make programs for it, so talent comes where they think it's a good place, and that's a very important, I hope, message that I put out about ITV. The doors are wide open, come and work at ITV, you know, we'll look after you. We'll we'll showcase your work. You know, ask Chris Chibnall who wrote Broadchurch or whatever, you know, and, and many other examples. So, it's 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 hard to define. It's lots of things, but when it works, it's very satisfying. And is factual one area of focus with Richard Klein coming in now? Is that is that something you're going to go big on this year? We've never not been big on factual. Richard Richard joining us is great. We've got some lovely factual things in the pipeline. We've also got some great entertainment drama current affairs oh, you know the, the, the lot so you're I'm resisting your temptation to single anything out because that's the wrong thing to do particularly in an event like this uh, just finally I mean you've been at ITV now for what six years yes. you still got the hunger you bet you bet because you, you 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 know as I say it's lovely to get a kind of recognition like this about 2013 but I'm not my head isn't in 2013 it's in 2014 and it's in 2015 and commission for 2015 so the wonderful thing the great privilege of running a channel and I'm you know, I'm really lucky. I've run the two biggest channels in the land, BBC One and ITV, is that whatever's happening, and some, you know, some weeks are good and some weeks are a little bit more challenging, there's always exciting things to look forward to. Always that program that some producer brought you that you're really looking forward to and thinking this will be the next big one. So lots and lots of things to come. And I've got the hunger, you bet. <laughs> well, I hope it continues for you and congratulations. Thank you very much. Chris Chibnall, who is yeah. the, the writer and creator of Broadchurch. Could you ever have imagined the success of the show when you first started? No, not at all, no, because I, I wrote it for myself and on spec and, and it was just a sort of labour of love, really, and a labour of trying to do a show where I had a bit of control and, and 
So it's gone beyond my wildest dreams, all our wildest dreams. It's and, and even tonight, I'm completely in shock because there were so many amazing shows nominated. I love In the Flesh and I love The Fall. So total shock constantly. I mean, the whole industry has reacted so warmly to it. But has that been surprising or? Yeah, were you, yeah. I, I think that's been the most one of the most overwhelming factors. Actually, is the the the, the sense within the industry that that people have responded to it and and don't begrudge it and uh, I think it's, it's hopefully it's a really good vote of confidence we, got, we, got, we were allowed to make the show we wanted to make ITV were really supportive they marketed it and scheduled it brilliantly so I think it's a, an example of when things go right and, and we had a great time doing it so yeah it really makes it even more emotional that response In the age of Netflix is it a, a one up for, for linear television because of the way the story played out over those weeks yeah and it's a one-up for catch-up as well i think it's a one-up for peter finch and going we're going to do this once a week and monday at nine o'clock and people will come to it and we'll put that time aside even though we've not tried this model for a long time uh but i think it was a combination of technologies you had itunes where people could download it itv player you know the, the sky plus and tivo uh, i think it was a lucky confluence of a number of technological factors and and it's difficult to analyze, but I think it shows these things aren't binary. You know, it's not Netflix or once a week. It's almost like everything coming together in the same way that Breaking Bad built because of the Netflix phenomena in between seasons that by the end they're doing 10 million on their weekly show. So it's, it's been really interesting. And uh, you're working on the second series currently. Yeah. How's that going? Yeah, good. Yeah, I've been, been writing it today. It's really exciting and I think we know we've got to do something special and hopefully surprise people and deliver. So we're all, we're all pretty focused on that. Yeah. And there's been hints that you might be doing a third as well. Is that, or is that a bit too far off at the moment? Oh my goodness, let me get through this one first, Jake. Let me get through tonight. <laughs> All right, enjoy the rest of the evening. I hope it goes well. Thanks a lot. And it was 2-4 who walked away with one of the biggest prizes of the evening, Best Indie of the Year. Here's Managing Director Mel Leach. You know, we're so, so proud of educating Yorkshire. It's been a, a defining moment, I think, for telly this year. Lots of people have talked about it. We've loved making it. So the fact that it was recognised tonight meant an enormous amount to us. I mean, it's been an incredible year, both creatively and in terms of the business and the, and the deal with Boom Pictures. What's it been like to go through all of that this year? You know, that happens. That's what happens in telly sales happen. What has been amazing about the last year for us has been that we've had the chance to make the things that we've really, really wanted to make. We've made shows that we're so excited about. We love our slate. We love the things we're making. That is probably why we ended up selling, I guess, because... You know, we are a company who love what we do and we will always love what we do. The diversity of your output is extraordinary. Is that something you've always been keen to instill in the business? I think, to be honest, we came from a jack-of-all-trades mentality because we were a regional production company where you took every commission that you could get and you built it from there. And so we, we never were like, we're an entertainment company, we're a factory company, we're a this company or that company. We just grew organically into the slate that we now have. And the defining moment, I suppose, for us has been in terms of the team that have come in in the last three years, have built their particular departments in a way that is very distinctive. And so, you know, Andy Mack, who is our creative director, when he arrived, he was very, very clear about the fact that he wanted to be the best in factual, the best in features, and the best in entertainment. And he's put in place the team underneath him who I think have delivered on that. Fantastic. Well, thank you for talking to us. I hear you're planning a after-show party with Peter Fincham, who's just won Channel of the Year. Can you tell us more about that? What's going to happen? I'm going to go and scoop him up now. <laughs> and we're going to discuss who's running the bar. <laughs> that was Mel Leach. And we also caught up with star of Educating Yorkshire, Headmaster Supremo, 
Johnny Mitchell. It's a feeling of euphoria unlike anything I've ever felt before walking up there. And the other guys feel the same. It's amazing. Have you been taken back by the reaction a bit? Initially, I thought it was a bit perverse. Oh, you're that bloke off the telly or, oh, I know your mate or this and that. And you think, crikey. But then it's just gone on six, seven months later. The reaction is still exactly the same as the first day it was transmitted. We've just been getting crazy offers to go and do all sorts of things that celebrities do and stars do. And we can't do it. But you think, crikey, is this what it's like? Um, Have you been approached yourself to do other television shows? Um, <laughs> is Mel, Mel going to hook you up for others? Um, I would have to talk to Mel about exclusivity, obviously, but um, we've had some pretty phenomenal offers which could make individually each of us a lot of money. But um, we've got our day jobs and that's what we're passionate about. And, um, and if we do decide to do anything else, it will be uh, having considered all the um, repercussions, I yeah. suppose. And yeah. your, heart, your heart's still in teaching? Oh, absolutely. That's, I changed profession three times before I got into teaching. I ain't changing now. And just finally, quickly, what's it been like in the school without the cameras? Has it been quiet? It's been amazing. The kids are great. We've got our fair share of idiots who will be idiots whatever happens. And we deal with them really well. And some of them test us and some of them we don't quite get there with. But um, the school has been 20 times better since the cameras left because nobody wants to let the side down. We've had an amazing time. And um, being here tonight has been just phenomenal. Kenton, you've just won uh, the award for Best Motley Channel Programme, Young Doctor's Notebook. Were you a bit surprised? Or, or, I was very or, surprised, actually. I thought uh, Bradley Wiggins, as he wins everything, might win. But, you know, adaptation of Bull Cargoff on Sky Arts, uh, starring John Hamm, Daniel Radcliffe. I didn't think it would be popular with the jury, but apparently it was, so we're thrilled. He stole gold from Bradley Wiggins. And Bradley Wiggins. And I thought Plebs might get there as well. Plebs has had a, a, a big following. I thought we might. It's a real passion project for all involved, isn't it? I mean, could you, could you talk us through the show and, uh, and what works well, about clearly, it. Clearly a man for the producer took the book, a young doctor's country notebook written by Paul Gorkoff to John Hamm on a fishing trip and wondered if he might have read it or be interested in it. He was and then very fortuitous uh, incidents following that where John thought that the person to play the young him was Daniel Radcliffe. It may seem odd to you Jake by the look on your face but that's what we did. So John went to see Daniel during that meeting, it emerged that Daniel's favourite author was Bulgarkov, that he'd spent his 21st birthday in Bulgarkov's house in St. Petersburg, and out of that was born this amazing kind of creative collaboration, which has been made out of passion and love and, and not very much money, but a lot of kind of commitment and intelligence and a kind of belief that those stories that were written so long ago actually have a relevance to an audience now, and the, and the viewing figures in Sky Arts prove that, and this award proves that... Um, we didn't fuck it up, Jake. And we've made a second series, which went out last Christmas, so there's not room for more Young Doctor's Notebook because we've exhausted the material, but there's more Bulgarkov, which we could adapt. So we're, we're talking about what might be the future with uh, all concerned at the moment. Thank okay. you, Kenton. Best Comedy Programme was awarded to A Touch of Cloth, Series 2, and that's produced by Zepatron for Sky One. Here's creator Charlie Brooker. You may have noticed we've got quite a big team because it was quite a, a very collaborative show often things I work on you know when I'm doing the wipe shows they're very sort of uh, everything get, has to get filtered through my sensibility on this it was sort of everyone we wanted the more gags the better and, and lots of silly gags thrown at the wall and sort of clever gags I hope and sight gags and so it was a real collaboration Excellent. the show yeah so was it do you, do you feel the second series was stronger than the first or well, I, would, I don't know actually I mean because we, we, we did the second and the third at the same time the third is on later this year in fact Certainly there were lots of things we learned as to what works and what doesn't work. 
and we had a great. What doesn't work? What doesn't? Oh, now there's a good question. Well, sometimes we because we throw lots and lots of jokes into cloth. We have background jokes going on at the same time as what you call foreground jokes, and sometimes we would have too many things going on at once. So we sort of sometimes pared that down a bit, and then it was generally generally what works best is a sense for all our characters that they're not aware in any way that the world they're in is ridiculous. So no one ever sort of does a double take and reacts as though someone's just said or done something stupid. They always they act with total focus and that they're completely submerged in their world. So that, that was what we learned. And I have to ask, what do crime writers make of it? Do they approach their work now and just think, I can't take this seriously anymore? Well, you'd have to ask them, but, but we, the, the first um, one was certainly based on a story by Boris Starling, who had uh, like created Messiah with Ken Stott, which was kind of a benchmark in a lot of ways, and he certainly seemed to enjoy it. Generally, the reaction from... Uh, anyone I have heard of who works on straight crime dramas has been very positive because I think they've relished the idea that we're giving some of the cliches a kick. And certainly Jim, the director, has done quite a few straight crime dramas in the past and so he was relishing and he came up with a lot of ideas that wouldn't have occurred to us as writers because you know because he'd worked on because he'd worked on straight crime dramas and so there were cliches and tropes that he was aware of that we wouldn't necessarily have been. So you've done three series. Is there is there room for more? Well, I hope so. I, I think and you can you can never run out of uh, of uh, stupidity played straight. I think so. Hopefully, I'd lo- I'd love to do more. And a quick separate note: uh, Channel Four I think has announced today that you're doing more Black Mirror. Is that correct? Ideally, ideal. I believe that's correct. Yes, it should be. It should be. I think we're doing some more. Um, for around Christmas time and then and then hopefully beyond that. The winner of Best Entertainment Programme this evening was Anton Deck's Saturday Night Takeaway, which is produced by ITV Studios for ITV. Here's uh, executive producer Richard Cowles. Obviously the show's been off the air for three years and we came back and we really wanted to make a, a big hit and to come back bigger and better and we're really, really excited. It's just been fantastic. Tell us about why you wanted to bring the show back. What, what, why was it important, did you, th- did you think? I think the show, you know, um, Ant and Deck and the network had chosen to rest it for a bit and just decide what they wanted to do with it. And it's a, it's a real passion project for Ant and Deck, and obviously they're front and centre of the whole thing. They're very involved both in front of the camera and behind. What was it like to work with them, Ashley? Was it good? Oh, I love working with the boys. They're so much fun. They're so down to earth. They're like telepathic with the way they work. So quick, so fun, and I don't know, it's just the best show ever. I feel like I have the most fun when I'm there working, and it doesn't even feel like work, so... And what's the plans for the second series, which is coming up soon, isn't it? The second series is just a few weeks away, and we've just got to build on what we did last year. And we've got some really exciting, uh, we've got you know, some great Ant versus decks. Are you just doing two series for now, or is there plans beyond that at the moment? Oh no, we keep going. Uh, you know, we'll basically we'll produce this one, and then hopefully, you know, we'll get more. Uh, it's, sorry to go away. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> if you them. I think the thing is, is like uh, you just make the the one you're doing as good as you can, and then hopefully you keep going. Well, thank you for speaking to us today and congratulations. Best single drama went to The Girl, which is produced by Wall to Wall Television. Here's Managing Director Leanne Klein. Uh, We're used to always being the bridesmaid with the film, so it was very nice to win tonight. Was it quite daunting taking on an icon of British cinema in that way? Uh, It it totally was, and actually it was a very long gestation, the film. It took about four or five years to make and to script and to make. And it only dawned on me as we got closer and closer to kind of delivering it and and it airing that I realised quite what an icon we were taking on. And and there were people who were very uh, guarded his reputation very closely. So yes, it was daunting. But at the same time, I don't think the film did down his reputation as a filmmaker. I think it, it helped you understand 
the filmmaker that he was. So I was always comfortable with that, but yeah. yeah. Well, you've clearly done it justice. And you, I mean, you've been involved with the awards pretty much from the start as a judge as well. How, how have you enjoyed the process? Uh, I've loved it, absolutely loved it, particularly working with you, Jake. <laughs> no, it's been fun and I'm very happy to win one as well. A big B is a nice thing. Well, congratulations. And the winner is Gogglebox. Two awards went to Gogglebox this evening, Best Original Programme and Best Popular Factual. We caught up with executive producer Tanya Alexander and creator Tim Harcourt, plus Couch Potatoes, Steph and Dom popped in for a chat. It's a lot of hard work and we have fantastic cast. We're just so thankful for the industry for voting for us because we've worked really hard. It's a great show. We're very proud of it. And ultimately, Tim, who initially started this ball rolling, these guys who do it, Oslot in the edit who put it together, and I'm just really thankful that everyone likes it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's felt like a really popular choice in the room. Uh, have you have you agreed it's with that? Really it's weird when an industry, when you're kind of against them, cheers when your nomination goes up. But it's really lovely and it's really special. We felt as when we started this whole journey that it was special and it's just so amazing that everybody has sort of felt that as well it has been really fantastic and Stefan Dom have you enjoyed being part of it all naturally well I wouldn't have done it if I didn't know it was going to be a hit show <laughs> it was slightly obvious really from the start wasn't this it this woman does not do rubbish <laughs> I have to ask what have you been drinking this evening not enough <laughs> And Tim, what's the secret of the show's success? Uh, a simple idea, I think, a, a brilliant team who make it, and an amazing cast. And it's just it's so amazing to get the affirmation from people in the industry. There are, you know, there are other awards, but this, because we all work in TV, is fantastic, and I couldn't imagine anything better than this. So we're in the heart of the the ballroom. Is it the ballroom? It's the great room, uh, Jake, but we'll, we'll let that go. That's Chris Curtis, uh, <laughs> our new editor of Broadcast. And it's a bit of a scoop because this is your first chat formally on the record since taking the reins. I've been quite cool about it. People have been asking me and I've been saying, yeah, you know, I'm relaxed. It's going to be great. Tonight was the first evening that I really felt it. I, I stood up on the balcony before the awards. And I looked down and saw the, the empty tables and the set. It looked really massive to be honest and I had a few butterflies in my stomach did the responsibility dawn on you at that point yeah it did it was nerve-wracking it was nerve-wracking but um, it seemed to go really well I was pleased with how the evening went there's been some big winners as well hasn't there some of the awards that felt like they went down well were Gogglebox got a massive cheer didn't it we had quite popular choices unashamedly popular choices two awards for Broadchurch which was a drama that really rejuvenated the whodunit genre Two awards for Gogglebox, which was a really innovative show that the TV industry really, really loved. And Educating Yorkshire, one of the shows of the year, that one, and the producer 2-4 landed Indie of the Year, which was were well received as well. And uh, I've got to ask this because you're my boss and my future lies in your hands, Chris. <laughs> what does the future look like for broadcast? Whenever we interview a, a new boss of a, a channel or a production company, they always say, evolution, not revolution. So I'd, I'd probably uh, use a, a cliche like that, but um, we, we do a fantastic amount of work online. We send out a lot of newsletters, and I really want to make sure that every broadcast reader understands exactly the work that we do and, and, and accesses all the content that we, that we create. We've got an app that's going to be launching in the next 
hopefully a month or so, which will, which will be really exciting. New parts of the website, home pages for all the big broadcasters, all the big indies, all the big genres. I think that the future is digital, Jake. That's probably the uh, cliche to finish it all. Chris, thank you. Well, that was the Broadcast Awards 2014. Congratulations to all the winners this evening, many of whom are probably currently throwing regrettable shapes on the dance floor. We'll be back at Maple Street Studios next week for all the usual telly chat and previews. Uh, you've been listening to Talking TV. I've been Jake Cantor. The producer was Matt Hill. And until next time, goodbye.